Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> you got your earbuds? Yeah, I got them in, so should be good to go. So I got to ask you, because the podcast is called Behind the Wheel, are you always behind the wheel? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So living in Baltimore, in the inner city, I was present when the Freddie Gray riots occurred. Baltimore was actually the first city in America to come up with a essentially legal way to ban African-Americans' property ownership within white residential areas. Transformation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. Hi, I'm Derek, and this is Behind the Wheel, a show dedicated to highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within the communities. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley, and today's episode is brought to you by the folks at the Creative Running Collection, an eclectic ensemble of artists from all walks of life and disciplines. I mean, we're talking established to wannabe writers, actors, directors, artists, bloggers, vloggers, videographers, podcasters, journalists, producers, and editors who are passionate about creating content for running and entertainment purposes. Still, but more importantly, they inspire people to pursue a healthy lifestyle by helping them identify their purpose, maximize their potential accelerate their growth and continuing the cycle. In other words, they help people IMAC their life. So, if you've got some hidden talent and you're looking for a safe place to express, own, and display your talent, shoot them an email at the Behind the Wheel Morning Show at gmail.com. If you're an entrepreneur or small business owner or know of an entrepreneur or small business owner looking to advertise in the Behind the Wheel podcast but weren't certain as to whether or not there was a possibility, we have eliminated all the guesswork. It certainly is a reality. Who's this we you're talking about? You know it's just you. I'm not going to go with we. We now have... Be going with we? I think we're going to go with we. Let's try. We now have the ability for you to sponsor an episode. How cool is that? Your ad can run pre, mid, or post roll. Simply visit coffee.com forward slash BTW podcast. The details will be in the show notes. That's ko com forward slash BTW podcast. And one of the cool things about coffee.com is it allows supporters of the show to buy me a cup of coffee. You all know I like coffee. So... Shout out to Latoya Shantae, Soul Inspired, Kimberly Hall, and Kim Isaiah. That's why I'm all hyped up on this coffee. That's what's up. We're getting ready to get started. This is what it sounds like with the Shore MV5. I believe this is the MV5. I asked that yesterday, and I know it's the MV5. Yeah, it's the Shore MV5DS. So it is It is um, hanging from... The sun visor with the window down, the window down, about to roll the window up and get started just so you guys can hear the difference when the window is up. And yeah, that's with the window up. And that's like, that is like clear sound, yo. You know what I mean? And so we're going to get started. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Baby Ox, baby old D-Rock, D-Living Stone. Woo! Yo, so... We are back here in the studio at the satellite office in uh, Wally World, Connecticut. Directly across the street from my uh, my Duncan is a trailer park. You know what I mean? It's a trailer park. Yeah, they've got a couple of trailer parks on this strip 
and gas stations. When I tell you there's about six gas stations here, if you run out of gas on this trip, something something is wrong. You should probably just like turn in your license because that should not be the case, you know? So I get up this morning, I'm heading out, and before I head, I think it was last night, I'm sitting, I'm sitting down just getting some work done on the computer, and I hear, you know, like people walking up the steps, like really loud. And I thought of my dad. My father used to, you know, he's like, yo, am I getting old? He used to complain about people walking up the steps. Like, how do you walk up the steps quietly? Like sneaking in? I, I thought I thought I was being quiet. I mean, there are nights I would come home after curfew. No, he was asleep, you know, and walk up the steps, try to creep up the steps. And the only way in, well, actually, there was two ways in. We lived upstairs on the top floor. So you come up the stairs, you know, in the in a brownstone. So it's a narrow, uh, narrow corridor. And uh, we walk up the stairs and there are three doors, actually there are four door, five doors, not including the bathroom door. Right. So you have one door that would go to like the back. You can get entrance into like the front of the house. And the other one was like the, the door that led to my sister's room, which which stayed closed. And then, you know, that's if you're making the right hand turn. So you make the right hand turn after you come up the stairs. The first door you get to is the bathroom. The second door is the door that kind of leads into like the living room. And you can see like the front of the house. You walk to the windows and the other door that's back there is the door to my sister's room. Right. And then so you come up to the front and then you've got like the door that would lead to my parents um, bedroom. The parents bedroom was also like the sitting area. And then there's another door that led to the uh, to the to the kitchen, you know, where the washing machine was at. The washing machine was close to the window. You open up the door. There's a the refrigerator, the sink and uh, there's a table that the table was like right flush right up against the um kitchen table flush right up against the refrigerator we never really sat at the table much and then the stove and stuff was there it was, it was short you know and then you had the window and my parents would um my mom would hang clothes out the window to uh to dry and i forgot about another door the door that led upstairs to um led upstairs to the roof of the house you know father had one of those old-fashioned i don't know if you remember those barricades that had like sort of like an l shape and you would affix it to the door, put like a two by four um, brace there, you know, I guess in case to prevent somebody from breaking in, you know, coming in on the roof of the house and uh, coming down the, uh, the hatch. That hatch has been my father, like, secured stuff. And I was curious. I used to go rummaging through his stuff to kind of figure out, like, what's in here? Like, what is what is what is in this room? You know, I never went upstairs to the um, I climbed up the stairs, but I never went upstairs like to the roof to gain access to the roof. But I did. I did go in there and I was like, oh, he's got stuff in here. He's got old boots. OK, got the old Tim's hanging out in there. Got the toolbox in there. And so, yeah, you know, coming up the steps, you know, you try to uh, to sneak in the house. You know, pops, I thought he was sleeping. Open up the door, you know, because I didn't leave the back door open. If I was smart, I'd have left the back door open in the daytime. So when I come in, I can just, you know, slide through the back and I wouldn't have to pass by him. So I would have to go by through my parents' bedroom slash general sitting area in order to get to the space where I slept. Like it wasn't a room. It was just like a, a, a breeze through. You know, the pops built a closet right there. And then there was the bunk beds. I had the, tunk, the top bunk. And uh, 
he made this bunk bed and then they had like two drawers at the bottom. One was for me and one was for my brother. And uh, then the sliding door. So, you know, I, I, I call myself opening up the door, coming in. As soon as I opened up the door, give me those keys. Yeah, I got rules and regulations in here, you know. If you can't abide by the rules, you can't have the keys. So now you got the keys. I'm like, Dad, Pops took the keys. So if you got the keys, you can't, you know, you can't get in. You got to come in at a certain time. You can't, you know, it's like, Dad, you took the keys. Now I got to earn the keys back. But walking up the stairs would be like, yo, don't, 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 don't. And people were really walking. So I'm sitting in there in the, in the house and I'm, I'm washing dishes at the sink. And I hear this thumping going up the steps. I'm like, what are they doing? You know, it was, it was a couple of people that walking up the steps. Well, the steps are not really like cement. They're like uh, deck steps to just get portions, you know, to the side of the house to go upstairs to their apartment, you know. And so I'm like, okay, they're thumping up the steps. It's all right. It's okay, D. Man, I was like, Dad, am I getting old? Am I getting crunk? Crotchety? Crotchety. There's a word for you. Crotchety. Mm. So I'm like, no, no, it's just, it's just, no, they're walking up the steps. It's just hollow. It sounds worse than it actually is. But they're cool. You know, they're, they're, they're considerate. The husband stops me one day. You know, we're going outside and he sees me about to run. You know, I don't know if you ever had people... You know, they see you running or you see you active and they start immediately like it's not church. I mean, like maybe I should make running like a church, a cathedral, whether I'm the pastor or recruiter or whatever. And saying, yo, you can you can join us any any day of the week, anytime. Come as you are. Wear some running shorts, you know, some sneakers, get fitted and you can be a part of the, the, the church, you know, the running church. I'm not recruiting you. I'm just going out for a run. But they immediately start telling you, you know, I can't, you know, my knees and I can't do this. I used to be able to. And I'm like, oh, it's cool. That's no problem. No worries. I got you. No, 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 I'm not recruiting you. I'm just heading out for a run. And she says, oh, do, you, do do my cats um make too much noise? And I'm like, part of my, my, my mind goes to, well, I've seen the lease and you're not supposed to have any pets. So on the lease. And I don't think they have like a different lease for different people. You know, part of my mind might go to, yeah, maybe they got a different lease. Maybe they had that was the black lease, you know, and then the white lease. You're not supposed to have pets. I'm pretty sure of that. Why do you have pets? And I'm hearing the scampering going upstairs, you know, above my head. And I'm like, what is that noise? Is there a raccoon or something? Because I know you're not supposed to have pets. They had pets. They had cats. So they had these little furry creatures that would run around. And that I was at peace with that because now I know it wasn't like a raccoon or something in between the, you know, the, 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 the landing from the ceiling and, you know, the floor space. You know, something could have got up in there and, and is living in there. And maybe one day he might burrow down and, and chew my face off. We can't have that. That would not be cool. So I'm like, oh, they're considerate. No problem. So I'm heading out this morning. And the wife sees me and she starts talking, you know, does my, do my let me ask you a question. I'm like, okay, sure. What's up? You know, I had on my mask, you know, I thought it was like, well, what do you do? What's going on? What's, what's happening? I'm going to have to come up with a quick story about the CIA alphabet boys. I really can't tell you what I'm doing. I'm part of, you know, I'm in a witness protection program. I can't really go into what I do, but I was prepared to, to, uh, to make up a story for it. But it wasn't one of those inquiries as to what you do. All right, no problem. So, do my grandchildren make too much noise? I'm like, I don't even know if you have grandchildren or not. I thought it was you and your husband, maybe playing footsie. You know, like, they're not now. I'm just having. They're an older couple. I mean, if they're still sexually active, that's cool. You know, they've got games that they're playing. Maybe it was you. I don't know, running around in the nude playing games. I'm like, they always washing clothes. I mean, I don't know. 
What's going on, son? I, I don't I don't complain. Like, no, I, I I didn't know. I didn't notice. I didn't even know you had grandchildren, but thank you, though, you know. And then we start talking about like the the uh the steps, the staircase noise. But that's cool. You know, and yesterday I um I was telling you guys, yo, know, that there's a um cat that was sitting next to me in a vehicle, white suburban, and I seen him coming out, he had on like these uh these blue and white pants with G's on them and some Yeezys. And I was like, this cat is not from New York. I was, I was willing to bet some money on it. I said, he's, he's a sneakerhead. I could, I could bet he's a sneakerholic. But I'm, I'm, I guarantee he's not from, he's not from, um, he's not from, he's not from, he's not from Connecticut originally. So I happened to, uh, I happened to see him again this morning. You know, so I see him. He's got on some Air Force One, black, blacked out Air Force Ones. You know what I'm saying? And um, Air Max, Air Max, Air Max, not Air Force Ones, Air Max. Air Force Ones is different. This is the Air Max. And so I'm, I'm looking and I'm like, okay, he didn't have on white socks. So that would have just been like, that would have been a no-go. I remember wearing black socks. I had on a pair of black Jordans. Black Jordans, some black socks. I was at I was at a beach. My man Mark Linton was like, yo, what's with the socks, yo? I'm like, yo, these, these, oh, you, don't, you don't know, man. This is the, what? And, uh, yo, the black on black is like a Mike Tyson, you know, just clean. I'm just, I'm just about the business, man. I'm not really coming for the fashion. I'm going to throw the towel on, cut a hole in it, and I'm going to knock your head off in, in the first couple of minutes. Don't blink. Don't, you know, it's not, it's, it won't be long, and I, and I promise it won't be painful. But, um, yeah, just, um, just, just hang out here for a minute with me. And so, yeah, you got black on, you know, the black socks, no white socks, you know. And I'm like, yo, seeing him, I'm like, yeah, this has got to be the same guy. You know what I mean? How many sneakerholics have I seen in Wally World in Connecticut since I've been here? You know what I mean? Not a lot. Not in Wally World, anyhow. So I approach him. Excuse me, let me ask you a question, man. Yo, are you a sneakerholic? And I don't know if you thought I was like a sneakerholic. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 I, I guess so. I think I seen you the other day, man. I made some assumptions. And I wanted to know if you were from New York, you know, and I was doing the show and I see the car pulling out and I'm stopped in the middle of the show. And I said, yo, is this cat a sneakerholic or what? You know, I don't think he's from New York. And I'm betting that the tags say New York and the car's pulling off. And I was wrong. I made an assumption. I was wrong. You know, you say assumption is like the lowest form of knowledge. Yeah, it was, I was wrong. It was a reasonable assumption. You know, it wasn't far-fetched, you know, sneakerholic. You know, a little swag in Connecticut. You know, it's not a whole lot of that out going on out here. You know, not particularly. You know, if they do get it, they, you know, they kind of creep into New York, acquire some some swag, and then bring it back with them, you know. So I see him, and I ask him. You know, I tell him the story. He's like, nah, you know, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm originally from Connecticut. Are you a sneakerholic? Yeah, I guess you could say so. Are you from originally from Connecticut? Yeah, yeah, I'm originally from Connecticut. I'm a DJ. You know, I spent some time in New York City. I'm like, ah, that explains it. It's like I'm looking for a reason to associate, you know, the swag, the style, the the the, the sense of fashion from New York. I was like, I can't associate it with Connecticut because it's like Connecticut lives like in the backdrop. We get to talking about like the radio station and I'm like, yo, man, I want to have you on the show because to be able to share about the experience. And he's a DJ. 
And I think it's important, you know what I mean? Because I think, like, the, 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 the radio station, I turn it on sometimes. I very seldomly turn on the radio, yo, out here because it's just like, yo, I just, uh. I went up to the station once, you know, because I had won this contest, you know, CT Buckle Up, and, you know, it was supposed to be part of, like, a commercial. I never, I never heard the commercial, but um, I won the contest, went up to the station, was there with one of the DJs, and, uh, you know, it's like, cool. But, um, yeah, the, the, it, like, lives in the backdrop of New York. And I'm like, yo, if you're out someplace, my, my theory is, like, why, why, like, why try to be like New York? Huh? Why try to be like New York? If you're in, if you're not from New York, be your own state. You know, if you're from Jersey, be Jersey. But it's just the proximity. It just it just overshadows. And I think that's where people lose because they feel as though we if we got to make it, we got to go through, you know, New York. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't. You don't. Maybe years ago you might have to, you know, and even then that you don't. You don't have to, you don't have to go through, like, they, they, those were the old days. Those were the gatekeepers, you know? Those were the gatekeepers. Radio is not the gatekeeper any longer. Like, like you see different states started to pop up. Didn't you just start to realize, like, yo, no. No, it's not. Nobody's waiting around in New York, like, to, to get on a New York radio station to, to make it. Like, why? Why do you feel like you have to do that? And then the station out here, to me, it's just like, ah, oh, ah. That's why I'm like, yo, we are the number one podcast in Connecticut for running and entertainment. Hands down, I put some money on it. Huh? And when I tell you, yo, we are, we are up from, when I first started mentioning that, from 9%, we're like 11% listenership now in Connecticut, man. I'm serious about this thing. When I tell you, I, yo, you, you, what you track, what you, you know, what you, what you measure, you know, you start to see an improvement. And that's just, that's just stats. That's just, that's just facts, man. You start measuring it. You start taking strategic action towards that goal. You start moving the number. I'm telling you, start moving the number. Guy hit me up. He's like, yo, man, do me a favor, man. Check out my music. I go and I check out the music, check out his page and stuff. I'm like, yo, that's nice, man. I want you to win. You know? And then I shared with him the story of when I saw the shift in music. You know? When, uh, you remember, you remember, do you all remember when 50 and Kanye dropped at the same time? And it was this big hype. And people were saying, you know, who's going to sell more records? I'm like, yo. Kanye is going to sell more records, man, because there's been a shift. And 50 was blazing. 50, 50 came in like a storm, right? Like a hurricane. And, and I remember Jay saying, yo, y'all better start dropping some, because 50 coming. He coming. And I don't know if people was listening, not listening, not taking heed, whatever. 50 came through, you know, just kind of like blew through New York. And it was like, yo, it was a wrap. People standing on the sideline like, yo, what do we do now? Like, you should have should have been doing something. You should have been doing what he told you to do. You should have been dropping some music. You should have been, you know, building some... Should have been doing something. Not what you were doing. Okay, so he sold more records. And you get that? He sold more records. Because there was a shift. Even though he was hot, there was a shift in the marketplace. The market wanted something different. And if you keep giving people the same old thing, you're going to keep getting the same old results. Like, yo, you got to switch it up. You got to you got to know your demographic. You got to know the marketplace. 
Like you can you can say, well, I'm going contrary to the market. I'm going to go with what I like, you know, and that's cool. You can go with what you like. But if you're making music for people, you might want to, you know, find out what people you give them. You know, it's a, it's a balance, you know, and I think of, of, of creativity and I think of people in the industry. I think of Steve Jobs and I, because now I'm talking about a podcast I'm on a podcast. I'm producing a podcast. He had the foresight to say, this thing here, this device, we're going to include it in GarageBand. We're going to include a website, package it so you can blog, produce your podcast, all in one medium. And this is like, I'm venturing to say, this is like 07. And so he had the foresight in 07 and now you see where the industry is going to catch up to where he had envisioned it to be. But if you're not a Steve Jobs and you're just putting stuff out there because this is what I'm going to do. And with no foresight, like, yo, he's a visionary. You know, he was a dick. Yeah, he was a dick. He was a prick. Yeah, of course he was. People know that. It's a big, thick book about him. It's a movie. You can check it out. It's been confirmed. But you don't have to be that way to be, you know, to be successful, to be a visionary. And they kind of. The two of them, the two of them being Jobs and Gates, kind of pushed the industry forward, you know? And so you push the industry forward. Talk about music. I didn't know Jay dropped a record. Jay and Pharrell have a record out, you know, Entrepreneur. And Nas has a record out. Who knew? I'm like, okay. You know, Lecrae's got, they got some couple of people who dropped some music recently. So yeah, when we have my man on the show, we'll talk about music. We'll talk about the industry. We'll talk about artists because that's what I'm, that's what I like. I like those things. Sneakers, they're things that I like that I can talk about because it's a part of me. It's not a reach. It's not a stretch. I'm a sneakerholic. You know, I know a guy that's, uh, you know, an adult. We, we, we did the, we did the marathon. We did a marathon together. You know, he's a sneakerholic, certified sneakerholic. He's got an addiction. There are worse things I could be addicted to. For real, for real. There are worse things I could be addicted to. You know, I have a pair of sneakers that was gifted to me by my daughter. They are still in the box. One of these days, I'm going to put them on as soon as I have some place to go. You know what I mean? Because <sighs> you just can't. I remember having the conversation, you know, when she, when she gives me talking about the box. And we both looked at her friend like, like running. No, I'm not running it. <laughs> Why would I? I'm not running in these. And they are running. They, they are running shoes. But it's like, no, lady, this woman, she is, she's got to be like 70 years old. And she's on the phone. Like, come on. Come, come on, lady. You know, your reflexes at a certain point when you get old, they diminish. Put the phone down before you cause an accident because it's not going to be a good look. Your insurance company finds out. Yo, so we both looked at her. Like, no, that, no, you, you just, don't you know? No, you just stunting those. I ain't got time to front on my, my grind cousin. Yo, the shirts are out. I made them available to uh, put, put them out for, um, let my, my family know. I let those folks who, um, who have been riding with behind the wheel from day one, I let them know first uh, where they can go and, and, and purchase the grind shirts because I really appreciate you all being in. I wanted, and I got them like in limited qualities. So, yeah, I'm gonna let you all know first. Those have been, been, been part, you know, just, just supporting the shenanigans from the beginning. 
you have uh, an opportunity to to pick up the gear. You, know, you got the mask and you got the shirt. And then I'll open it up uh, for the general public. But thank you all so very much, all the listeners that tune in and have been supporting from day one. You will know where to get them. I'll be sending you guys an email. Um, and so if you follow me on Coffee, the Coffee listeners will know because I'll be you know I'll be posting it there. And then the general public will be will be aware. And then we'll move on from there. You know what I mean? Okay. You know, I'm dripping. I'm dripping in in, in awesomeness. That's sweat. And then uh, I'll get this episode up. Yo, whatever y'all doing today, y'all make it a good one. Peace. We out of here. Woo. Roll the window down, son. Woo. Yeah, man. Is it? Are we done? Yeah, we done. <laughs> <laughs>